find some common ground here, maybe we'll do some business. And that's when you do an action plan and you kind of go that route. But if it's not going to happen for whatever reason and you recognize that, what do y'all do at that point? Mm. I'm the one asking the question. Well, um, <laughs> you asked the question um, how, what we like. And um, I'm over here thinking, and I think um, it just depends on the situation. Because, you know, um, there, there's dripping. Um, there's two different kinds of dripping. There's dripping on um, an engaged prospect. And there's, you know, for whatever reason, it's taken some time to navigate through the next steps. And in those situations, you should have an agreed to next follow-up or next check-in point. So every additional, you know, and so that that's follow-up with intentionality. And then there's next step with that. Mm -hmm. um, if you had a good meeting and now's not the time, and we're going to re-engage in the spring, then that's a different follow-up, I think. And, you know, it's going to, and if, I think that some of those can be as much personal and just kind of keeping your name top of mind as it, as it is feeling compelled to send something of value and a custom mm -hmm. creation for them. It's just where I'm feeling, you know, I know whenever, if somebody's trying to uh, court me, which, you know, being GM in a business, you know, my, that title, people are trying to call me for IT services, for laundry services, for all this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, honestly, most of that stuff I kind of tune out. What is most compelling is when somebody reaches out to me and has a personal type of message. To that, to that point, it impresses me because I get a lot of the same, and y'all get the same stuff at home, you know, with your things. And it impresses me when I've met someone and they remember something personal. It might, and it personal might just mean at work, it might mean something I was going through that day. It might be, some, you know, that I told them one of my kids does whatever. It might be that I told them, like the guy, over in Augusta um, that we're trying to work with his name Derek May. What dude? He's he's a national ping pong champion. <laughs> over fifty over fifty ping pong champions. Oh my gosh. Well That's so awesome. how would you just knowing that, how would you drip on him? <laughs> All things ping pong related. <laughs> if you came across something that was ping pong related yeah. or if you saw it on ESPN and you just you just text them or email or whatever yeah. and say, hey, I saw this on ESPN. How's your ping pong career going? Yeah, that's dripping. That because, like Christy said, dripping is is not selling. Dripping is keeping me or you on their mind. Good job. Right. The reason why I asked is because I I've. I was curious what other people are doing successfully. Um, I've, all the people that I met with in 2022, I think it's important, just because they didn't buy yet, it's important for them not to fall through the cracks is what I'm trying to do for 2023 and uh, just trying to come up with different ways to put in, you know, different things to put into a toolbox to stay in front of them with um so 
that's why I asked the question. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> and we I are. Think it's, it's important. And, and to Christy's point, I don't know that I consider, although I see what, I see what you're saying, I don't know that I ever considered someone in the sales process um, that I was dripping on them, but you, but I agree with you 100% that when somebody's in the sales process, they need to hear from me every single week, all of them, as long as they're in the process. <clears throat> and it can be a reminder. It can be, hey, this is ahead. Hey, this is what we've done today. Hey, just letting you know what I, I found this out or discovered this, or we've been talking about X and I ran across this article that I thought you might find useful. Anything like that. I tend to read business journals and stuff. It might be local or it might be in general. That's a good one for me because that's what I like doing. I read business stuff. So that's an easy one for me to come across things and go, hey, that relates to this lady or gentleman that I'm in the sales process with. And I shoot it to them. Mm -hmm. And that's like Christy said, that's, that's dripping too. Um, but I can't let some, I can't have this agreement on engaging in a sales process and then just disappear out of their life for three weeks. Mm -hmm. That can't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, going back to Matt's question, Todd, um, we don't have it set up and working well yet, but, um, we've got Grayson coming in, um, roughly 10 hours a week. Um, he's on the, he just started a couple of weeks before the holidays and then it's going to be a week or so before he's back with us, but he's a little intern that we have from over at USC and, um, Barbie is going to work to get, we're going to use constant contact and, um, Barbie's going to help us put together a couple of just little, um, informational emails and then, um, we're going to, um, try to set up a cadence that we're just pushing those out constant contacts maybe 50 bucks a month and um just be intentional about doing that once a month so that's going to be um you know a kind of a generic type of put touch for people that matt and roger have identified as people that we want to stay connected to um but that's not necessarily that's kind of you know, some people will be um, agreeable and that will um, resonate with them and then others won't. So I think, um, you know, I'm not speaking for you, Matt, but, um, you know, that's just one piece of it. That's mm -hmm. that's going to be a thing that you don't have to think about. But I think that there is another component, especially if we're going to get personal with it. Um, I don't know how you effectively manage or how much time you really need to spend on trying to come up with a personal connection for all these people that you're dripping on mm -hmm. because you got to you got to kind of figure out who are the high value people that you really think you can sell something to and those are the people that you really need to try to be intentional be personal with and everybody else we kind of cast with this wide net of the constant contact emails mm -hmm. that we send out monthly i don't know that's just kind of my thought process. We have not done any of this at all ever in Columbia B. Um, try to be more intentional with our um, collective dripping efforts. So I do think, I do think dynamic is going to offer us some um, opportunities for mm -hmm. that because I'm hopeful that dynamic is going to give us 
um, accomplishments, things we've done for people. And we don't have to, I don't think we should share too much about who we're doing it for, but you know, a manufacturer in the Columbia area, we blah, blah, blah over the past month. If we can help you, if you're interested, you know, please reach out that, that kind of thing. I think that we're going to have, and I'm, I'm pushing Eric and his guys on it all the time. Results, 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 results. Cause honestly, Christy, but using your terminology, using your uh, words, never, 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 never. We've never had any. Mm-hmm. We probably had some that were latent that we didn't know about, mm-hmm. that we didn't publicize, that we didn't um, articulate to any prospects in any way, shape, or form. But to an extent, we've never shared anything we actually accomplished for anybody. Right. I think that'll. I think that would be a good, um, good fodder for your constant contact. Yeah, I, I think I think good. so too. And then also, um, as we're you know the whole list management of the people that we want to drip on, mm-hmm. um, you know you need to be able to easily identify who's an industrial target, who is a commercial office based target, who is a you know, whatever these categories are that we're going to um, have stories about, because you don't want to send a healthcare story to an industrial. No. Um, and then one other thing, um, you, you mentioned um, dynamic and how powerful would it would be, you know, we're trying to do a better job at getting building scorecards for all of our sites. And if we know that their energy spend is over, you know, $3 a square foot, and um, for whatever reason, they don't move forward with us in a process, you know, if it dies on the vine, you know, some of them, we're not even going to get to the point that we even get a building scorecard. But, you know, especially for those that we made it through and it died on the vine for whatever reason, that's, that's another very important um, topic to, to leverage to get back in touch with them. Thank you. Christy may have already posed this to you, but January, do do you have in your sites at least three each that these are three that I believe I'm closing this month? Mm -hmm. Because one of them, them, at least one is not gonna. And so I would just encourage you to not be in the habit of having two that you hope but have three that you're confident. So two of them will happen. I'm just curious, do, do you have those and are you already setting those up for February? Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you saying do we have stuff that is going to close this month or stuff that we feel good about going into February? Both. Both? I think close. so. I do. I definitely do. Yeah. I do. What, the way you want to utilize your funnel, mm-hmm. your funnel has got to have in it closing at the end of the process, closable high probability three or four already, mm-hmm. and then it's got to have the makings of those for February. Yeah. Because the way that we make gold and diamond is 
consistently booking stuff. And then the big booking puts you into award-winning territory, not, whoo, got me, got me my goal for the year, you know, not that. Right. So consistent bookings um, need to be top of mind. And, and honestly, where you want to be, um, I don't know if you can do it, but where you want to be is right now you can tell me or her, these are my three and two of them are going to close this month. And if you have that confidence, good. If you don't, how do you find it? Yeah. How do you find that confidence? Yeah, I'm working on February now. I, I feel good about January. Yeah, <clears throat> me too. I feel good about January. Yeah. Good. That is good. It. But, but if I check that with you, on uh, January 31st or February 1st, you know, really try to squeeze out the hedging and i'm not saying you are i'm just i'm saying i'm saying this to everybody you know mm-hmm. since we're talking consistency selling g's and gold i mean that's got to be heard of saying once and i agree with it consistency is the hallmark of excellence yeah. and i think today we live in a not excellent world we live in an inconsistent the service that you get the service that I get any place we go, it's all over the place. And it's all over the place because people aren't intentional. They ride the wave and say, hey, look at what's happening. And then when it doesn't, they just, they're inconsistent. And so that's what I'm really hopeful that 23 is going to offer us is a hint of excellence. And excellence just means boom, boom. We're, you know, chopping wood every day. The result, I think the results are much more, the comfort that I'm going to have results flows much more easily in that kind of environment. I love the confidence of knowing I got my opportunities lined up to accomplish, to accomplish my objectives. What else you guys want to share anything about? Um, so, so really, with both of these guys, um, Roger um, got the signed agreement for MUSC this morning, where it actually came in yesterday. So that's one. Um, so we're working on um, another one. Yeah, um, well, I got Lee and Associates middle is, middle of the middle of the month and I'm working with that opportunity with Johnny Metso Minerals as well. Right. So we've got a number of we got Tyson probably for February. So and then I'm working on the Lexington Richland five, which I put about fifteen percent, which is gonna be a February close. Right. Um and then I gotta get one more in there for February. That's in the sales process. But I feel pretty good about I feel very good about the three that I've got for this month. Well two now because three mm-hmm. one's already closed. But the rest, the rest of my month, what it looks like. So, yeah. And then Matt's, uh, we're waiting on the uh, signatory do- documents from um, the diocese for Cardinal Newman. That's going to be Matt's largest G sale. Yeah, Cardinal Newman and then Abacus, their second location. <clears throat> and then uh, Calvary Chapel Northeast is really close, as well as Southern, Southern Way. So, um, 
Yeah, so I mean, I'm not to say that we are perfect in Columbia at. In we're working on February. We are. So we're, we're working at February already. Yeah, but the, the, I mean, y'all. We, we have been very intentional and um, mm-hmm. and they continue to be very intentional and um, you know even more of a focus than ever before and I feel like we've got a really good momentum starting the year and um, what I what I'm inspired in seeing is the synergy between Roger and Matt and the the energy energy and synergy I just want to hug him I know it. <laughs> it's good that stuff. Really if, I, if that was my lasting visual of this meeting, it's <laughs> one big group hug. We got still social. It might not be a mutual feeling. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me like it bothers other people. Well, we'll get one thing that's beautiful that I haven't experienced in other companies is this: the feeling of abundance. You know, we really do have seven hundred buildings that are prime targets in our territory. And I think Roger and I don't, we haven't yet stepped on toes. We're about to, though. We're getting ready to. <laughs> but, you know, we haven't. Uh, th- there's just plenty of buildings to call on. And, 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 and I don't think we need to draw a line down the middle of the, you know, and you take the west, no, I take the east. No, we, I don't, no. we don't need that. We really don't. Um, and we're both happy when... He, I'm happy when he gets something, and he's happy when I get something. So it's a yeah, mutual it's good teamwork. You know, we're I, in a healthy competition I, with each I, other. I hope we can tag team more in the future together. But it, it's not. It really is law of abundance. There's tons of buildings to call on. So, um, so I think it's going to be the most impactful for for y'all. Um, but dynamic. We've been working on the dynamic first call and I'm going to do another role play at our sales meeting that we have in a couple of weeks. Um, and we're trying to get results again from Eric and his guys. We're trying to get some results so that we can start sharing the the dynamic message in the first call. But I think with y'all, you mentioned all the buildings. That's what brought this up. Um, schools, and state and local government, I think are going to be very interested in, uh, in dynamic. And I, I think that that for y'all's office, that gives you some larger opportunities. Uh, you have, you have some industrials and you have some large opportunities, but y'all are our longest standing office. And I know y'all you know, you've called on a lot of those and you're going to continue to, um, but you may feel like there's not an abundance of industrial kind of large opportunities, but I think schools and school districts and state and local government are going to offer a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and dynamics going to, it's going to be something that we can offer them that, that I don't believe um, is going to have to go through a standard bid process. So, that's, I think, for y'all, um, maybe sometime around the second half of this year, I think that's going to be a, a real revelation and double whatever you feel like the abundance is, double that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 2x abundance. Yeah. 
Uh, did I hear something about a like a, a profit sharing thing with the, the the industrial companies where if we save them money on the energy, the company shares in the profits? Is that did I hear something about that, or is that something I dreamed about? That's it's something we could potentially do. Industrial is probably not the place we can do it. Industrial, okay. the thing that makes industrials hard dynamic and the reason I wish we could envision every other marketplace except industrials but that's the nature of our company half our customers are industrial so that's what we think about mm -hmm. right but industrial you just can't measure mm -hmm. you can't measure what you're doing they have so much yeah. energy spend outside of what of the building that's right you can't measure it yeah. and so it's just um probably not a good prospect, but other buildings, schools, for example, that are more predictable, the schedule, the heat load, the occupancy, all that stuff, they're more predictable. We may reach a point to where we share savings, that kind of thing of a project. We do a project and we project that a new chiller is going to save them, you know, $100,000 a year. Uh, we split it. And that, that chiller may actually cost 200 grand, but we charge them 100 grand mm -hmm. and then share the profits for four years or three years or something like that. I mean, share the savings, excuse me, wow. for three or four years. But that'll only work in predictable buildings mm -hmm. and businesses where we're confident they're going to be around yeah. in three or four years, you know? Right. Um, so that's just something that we want to investigate, but it's going to be highly dependent on our ability of M and B measurement and verification of results. M and B measurement and verification. That's going to determine whether that's an offering or not. Real quick, um, and I know we're we're at our time limit, um, but just kind of uh, a, a thought I had as you, you're asking that question. Um, Matt, just a reminder, um, starting Monday, we're going to have our, we're changing up our part times and, you know, we're going to have our sales huddle at 8.30 and I've invited, um, we're killing a lot of birds with one stone and that, and I've invited Eric to participate in that sales huddle every Monday morning. And as we go around the room and we report out, um, you guys are reporting out, okay, who did I get an action plan with and who am I meeting with this week? And then the project guys are going to be reporting out, okay, these are the proposals that I got out last week, and this is what I'm working on this week. It really isn't, a, um, you know, we're working together collectively, and we're kind of running everything through the filter of, okay, is this a dynamic opportunity, and what kind of support might I need and when? Because I really think that, um, especially with, with new concept meetings, the more and more we become familiar with our offering and kind of, can uh, you know, it becomes more... Um, um, uh, we're, 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 we're feeling good about it, um, then we'll be able to, to get support early on with those. And then also we'll be intentional to help expedite getting some of these um, stories. And as far as the, uh, crud, I can't find it real quick. I was going to read through the, the criteria, but I'll, I'll go over that with you. It's $50,000, we're engaged with the decision maker, um, the energy the the um, energy spend is greater than two dollars a square foot. What else am I missing, Todd? We'll go over it. I'll I'll pull up all the specifics. I'm going. Those are off the top of my head. There are a couple more. Well, there's there's two different things. Um, 
but 50,000 square feet, I think. You said $50,000. I don't know what $50,000 is. Oh, I meant, I meant square feet. <laughs> I meant 50,000 square yeah. feet, yeah. But, yeah, there's certain targets. Yeah. And um, just know that buildings of a certain size with a certain complexity of systems, they're going to be the most dysfunctional. And so there's the most opportunity there. And so what we got to identify is through the dollars per square foot through the, I would encourage y'all, you know, um, Roger, you said you're getting good at, uh, pricing. Oh, I'm so, I would encourage I'm so y'all good at it. get good at building scorecard. That, I would encourage you to know that thing inside and out, no cost per square foot inside and out. Know the EPA energy star, go there and look at it and really know what's a, What's a um, efficient building versus what's one where there's opportunity? Because if we can identify those buildings that are hogs, that's where we're going to show the most um, impact here at the beginning of what we're doing. We're we're infants. We're not good at this yet. We'll look back in two years and go, boy, how did we sell anything then to do with dynamic? We're infants. Well, when you're an infant, you got to do the easy stuff, and the easy stuff are the energy hogs. We got to know who those are. And the building scorecard tells us that. So make sure the building has is of certain size and complexity, like Christy was just going over, certain size and complexity, and make sure it's a hog. Yeah. And when you find one of those, there you go. You got a dynamic opportunity right there. Yeah. I'd do that. I would know that building scorecard inside and out, and that would be a part of my verification meeting every time. That's only going to help you more and more and more as we move into dynamic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, Todd. Thank you. Thank you, Thank so you Todd. And great day. Good stuff. I appreciate it. And, and y'all, good luck with those uh, those ones you got targeted for January. I got to go ring the bell. <sighs> hey. Hey, thank you. Here we go. Bye, thank you. Hey, there you go, Roger. <laughs> virtual <laughs> I got you <laughs> virtual fist pump thanks Todd hey, thanks start hot. Hot. Start off hot um I'm gonna send y'all this these uh dynamic dynamic criteria perfect um, <sighs>